I don't know if I did well at my interview. How do interviewers rate or grade us in the process? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. Had another really good question drop in chat. Said, I had my first tech interview this week. I wish I could give you a virtual, well, all I can give you is a virtual high five, but congrats. Uh, had my first tech interview this week. Reflecting on them, I have no idea if I did well or not. What does it look like on the interviewers on the interviewers side? What kinds of things do they rate us on, etc.? It's a great question. There are a handful of things that we're evaluating when we're interviewing someone. The first one is what is your sort of breadth of experience? Like how many different things do you know? And then based on those different things that you know, how deep do you know them? So we call it breadth and depth of knowledge. Now you don't have to walk into that interview knowing everything about everything. You know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. My job as the interviewer is to figure out the limits of your knowledge and then take that back to my team for a discussion on whether what I thought your limitations of your knowledge were fit what we're looking for on the team. Now, if it was a single round interview where you're doing like a technical challenge, I'm basically evaluating uh, what's your problem solving skill? Um, how well did you communicate what your process was? What was your decision-making skill about how you were implementing your solution? Um, and then of course your technical skill itself, like how well can you code? Um, you know, is it well-structured? Did you choose the best kind of loop or the best sort of overall code structure for that kind of solution? Did you pick, you know, uh, did you pick the, the most appropriate kind of data structure, the most appropriate kind of algorithm to solve the problem? Any good technical challenge is going to have multiple solutions. And so they're evaluating like, what kind of solution did you come up with? Or did you even come up with a solution? Did you only get it partly working? Did you get the whole thing working? How quickly did you get it working? So there's lots of this sort of criteria. Now, every company is a little bit different as far as how they sort of rank and grade what you did. Some of them literally have scorecards that they keep track of, like they did this, they did this, they didn't do this. And then they go back and they kind of tally that up and they have that discussion with others on the team and say, this is how this person did during this portion of the interview. Every company is a little bit different on that. So there's no standard way that we do that. And that's why interviews are so subjective because it's really up to the opinion of the person that interviewed you, whether you passed or not. But there's certainly things like likability and how well you communicate. Like one story that I've told in the past was how we interviewed somebody at, at one company and they were the smartest person in the room by far. Like they knew more than all of us and that that wasn't even a question like we would ask them a question they immediately had an answer they immediately had examples they immediately had a story about it they were extremely well prepared and they interviewed very very well but they were also really arrogant about it and so when we got back together as a team and we we did kind of this feedback session at the end where we we literally we all sit in a conference room and we talk about they did this well they did this well they didn't do this blah 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 we basically went around the room and they're like, they crushed it, they killed it, they smashed it, they did amazing, blah, 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 blah. And like all around the room, like, yeah, they were clearly the technical, like top technical candidate we we had seen in a really long time. And then we went back around the room and we said, okay, 
So we, we would do it in two passes. The first pass is how did they do on a technical level? And then the second pass is who wants them on their team? Not a single person raised their hand saying, I want that person on my team. Not a single person in that room wanted that candidate on their team because they were really arrogant about it. They were the smartest person in the room and they knew it and they were a jerk about it. So nobody wanted them on their team. So we didn't hire them. We sent them back a message and said, thanks. You know, the team evaluated everything um, and we've decided not to move forward. And it really confuses the candidate because as a candidate, I'm sure going through their mind was like, I did everything they asked. I had answers for everything. Like what happened? We can't give them feedback. Like you're kind of a dick. Like, like nobody wants to work with you. We can't tell them that feedback. Um, but you know, somebody somewhere has to give them that feedback of like, Hey, if you're smart and you know it, like you can kind of suppress that a little bit. Like you don't have to be super arrogant about it. it there's a, there's a, uh, there's a fine line between being proud of the work that you've done and being really arrogant and braggy about the kinds of things that you've done, because that comes across as like, ah, I don't want to work with that person. Um, and, and you don't want to, you don't want to come across as, as that kind of, uh, that kind of attitude, uh, especially in an interview. And so these are all things that we evaluate as interviewers. So we're certainly evaluating your technical skill. That's a big, big part of it, but it's also the communication and how likable you are on the team and how well we want to bring you on the team. Like, do we really like you? But just liking someone isn't enough to override lack of technical skill. A lot of technical skill is teachable and coachable, yes, but we also have to evaluate how much support are we going to have to give this person if we bring them on the team. And so we look at factors like that as well as we're evaluating your technical skill of how much do you know, how much don't you know, how much are we going to have to teach you on the job. And then we're also evaluating what kind of passion and what kind of interest are you bringing to the job itself because you might be really likable you might have all the technical expertise but you don't fit in on the team because you don't really understand what it is we do here and another story that i like to tell on the stream is how i interviewed at yahoo way back in the day this is like 2006 and they brought me in i had answers to all the technical questions i had a really good rapport with the team i was getting along really well with the team and then they started asking me questions about american football like who won the last Super Bowl, who was my favorite football team, name three quarterbacks, and who won the Grey Cup, or who won the uh, Heisman Trophy. I'm like, I have no idea about any of this. I was told to study design patterns and be ready for PHP questions and stuff like that. I wasn't asked to memorize football stats. Well, it turns out it was the fantasy football software team at Yahoo. They've got this huge online platform where you can go set up fantasy football teams and you have to understand the statistics and the scoring and all this kind of stuff. I had no idea how any of that word would work because I don't care about American football. And so they didn't hire me because I wasn't a good culture fit on the team. And so these are also things that we evaluate. And for that team, I'm sure it was a giant letdown of like, ah, oh, he had all the skill. He had all the knowledge. He's a really likable guy, but he doesn't care about football. Um, and so for them, I'm sure it was a bit of a, a deflating moment as well of like, ah, oh, you know, maybe they had really high hopes that I was going to fit in on the team and to not know or care about football means I wasn't going to bring that interest or passion to the job every day. And so those are also things that we look at is, you know, do you know what we do as a company and how that's going to impact our customers and why this particular thing is important to us? The less of that we have to sort of teach you or train you about, the more likely you're going to fit in on the team and, and have a better experience on the team around um, like why we do what we do.
Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.